Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Welcome back, mamas. Today, we're talking to Amara Everetts. This is a conversation about leadership in motherhood. What does that mean, leadership in motherhood? To me, after walking this path for many years, I feel motherhood is leadership. We lead our families, we lead our children, And what we need to do in the process of matrescence is realize that, own it, understand it as our natural ability and power. Which is why I really loved this conversation with Amara. Amara is an author, coach and mentor for mothers and women and it is her passion to change the culture of womanhood and motherhood. I will share all the details of her work at the end but enjoy this rich, deep conversation around feminine leadership, the cycles of the moon and what they mean to you right now in motherhood and how you can begin to really understand how you cycle, how you change and how you can lead. This is the Happy Mama Movement, a weekly podcast dedicated to changing the conversation about what it means to be a mother and a woman in this day and age. I'm Amy Taylor Cabaz, author, mama, and former journalist. After spending 15 years chasing news and burning myself out trying to be superwoman, I realized that I was chasing a dream that no longer served me and since then have dedicated myself to understanding the transition that we go through as women when our whole identity shifts with motherhood. Every week, I will bring you the very best insights and inspiration I can find to help us all change the way we feel about this time in our lives and create a movement that allows us to honour motherhood differently. 
Mara, thank you so much for joining the Happy Mama Movement podcast. Thank you so much, Amy, for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. I am too. Uh, we were just saying before we started this recording that when I was reading through what you do and what you focus on with your work with mothers both in Germany and around the world, there's so many different things I want to draw out of you over the next half an hour. So this is going to be a really beautiful and important conversation for my listeners. So let's dive in. You bring to the world an understanding around leadership within motherhood. And when I say that, I get goosebumps because I strongly believe that motherhood is a leadership calling, but because we have undervalued it in our world, in our society and culture for so long, we within ourselves don't often feel like a leader in our family and in ourselves. So Let's explore what that looks like for you first and then how others can step into this. So take us back, explain to us the story of becoming a mother and how you changed and came to this idea of looking at ourselves as leaders. Yes. So looking back at my story, my daughter is now five years old and um, when I was becoming a mom, It turned out for me to be a single mom early on. Um, since my daughter was five months old, um, I was all by myself. Um, her father was living a in a different country and as well as the grandparents. My parents were living in the States at that time and his in Austria. So I was really totally on my own. And it challenged me a lot within the first years of motherhood entering this new stage in life because I really have to say looking back at this it's it's almost like a portal it's like becoming a total different person and in the beginning it really felt overwhelming because I really underestimated how much there is new to becoming a mom mm. when you first dive into it and yet of course Looking back at uh, past lives and everything, um, I think I haven't become a mom for the first time um, in life, but um, it's it's always kind of new to, to really dive into this stage. And I really had to find my own path and way to be present with myself, although there was so many different tasks and challenges to meet every day and this really made me develop this inner feeling of leadership because only from that place within truly being connected to this inner point within me I could really manage all these different aspects and I could really meet all these different um Yeah, challenges uh, on the outside. Mm. On your own from five months, that really is a birth by fire of motherhood yeah. to, to really not even have that extended family around you. When mm -hmm. you look back at that time now, what was the hardest part? Was it the changes within you or the practical parts of motherhood at first? What was your real birth by fire in those months? 
Mm -hmm. Looking back um, at the early stages, it truly was the physical um, experience that um, well, I was always stepping over my inner boundaries, like on the physical level, um, because I had hardly any sleep and I had to manage everything on my own. And um, so the inner transition kind of passed by or kind of was... Um, Yeah, was the was the easier part for me because I was very connected to myself before I became a mom. Mm -hmm. It was really like challenging that I couldn't meditate as long anymore um, as I've been doing it before. But I had my my inner guidance and I had my um, connectedness to myself. So this really helped me to trust my intuition and to really become strong on a, on a deep inner level even more. And it's been very much an experience of connecting with the feminine essence within you. And for those who have been listening to my podcast for a long time will know exactly what we mean by that. But for those who are listening to this, maybe one of the first episodes, when we talk about that feminine and masculine way of being, a way of thinking, way of looking after yourself, We're very much raised in a culture of masculine principles and honoring the masculine energy of always doing, always being busy. But I love the way that you have said stepping over your inner boundaries. That's such a beautiful way to look at what that masculine energy asks us to do. It asks us to not listen to what our body is saying. To, to keep sacrificing ourselves over and over again, to keep putting the things that we know we need to be okay today to one side and that's the process you needed to go through wasn't it was this real undoing of the very masculine way you grew up and exactly. beginning and beginning to bring in some more feminine qualities so exactly for, for those who might know not know very well what that looks like can you explain to us what that meant by growing up in a very masculine way and how you've begun to change that Exactly. Yeah, that was truly the process because um, when turning into motherhood, there is a lot of doing anyway, because you have to take care of your child and you have to meet your child. And so there is a lot of doing involved anyway. And I really learned to dive into the feminine to balance all this masculine energy within every day. And this really started for me by taking time off as much as it was possible like even when my daughter was asleep just for an hour I took really some time off and did nothing because the feminine essence really truly nurtures itself by by having space and by letting everything go and by just observing what the body actually needs at the moment and what the body um, is giving as a sign to, to do next. So it truly helped me to connect to my body and to sink into my body even more whenever it was possible. And even when I was trying, like my trying to get my baby to sleep, I was with one eye, I was connected to my body. And with, with the other eye, I was connected to my child. So I always had this two views within me which was really interesting it was kind of this observing part that was observing my body and on the same 
on the same extent, I was observing my child and her needs. And this really bridged both, both parts within me, like the outer experience and what I needed to do on the outside and how it made me feel and how I was challenged within every situation. And it connected me truly to my, to my being and to my spirit that way. I love that image of one eye on yourself and one eye on your baby. What a beautiful yeah. way to look at self-care and self-connection through those challenging months of early motherhood. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because there wasn't any time to meditate anymore, right? It was, mm. I was happy when I only had like five minutes to, uh, to listen to something um, that made me relax. But I also had this inner knowing that I wanted to be present with my child. So I really um, took care about really focusing when I was with her to truly focus on her. And um, so I tried really to integrate both to find a way um, that I could be connected within me in every moment. But what about if you've never had a practice of this before? Some mothers, some women come to motherhood with a beautiful practice of meditation or self-connection. They've done a lot of work on themselves before motherhood arrives. But over the years, I've spoken with thousands of women who motherhood is the first time they've ever contemplated a spiritual practice. It was for me. It was the first time I really sat my ass down and started to do these practices and it's incredibly uncomfortable at first if you've never done anything like this before. If you've never had one eye on yourself, if you've never just sat and done nothing but breathe, how do we do it if this is a new and foreign thing in our life? Mm -hmm. um, I really liked that you were talking about breathing because everything that is connecting us back to our bodies is truly helpful. Um, like observing your breath while you are cooking, for example, or I even started to get back into the presence and to take pressure out of myself. I started to focus on my feet when I was doing one task at a time, like cooking. I was like on the same extent, I was focusing on my feet. And when I uh, finished this task, I truly like felt okay now I'm moving my feet to the next task so I always took the bridge of um, getting back to my feet to connect to the next um, step that was um, yeah that was calling me so I used to do that you've just oh, yeah. yes you've just reminded me I'd forgotten about that Amara thank you for the reminder I remember if I felt my mind super busy and overwhelmed that real monkey mind feeling yeah. I would bring my breath right down to my feet and that would yeah. be how I that's such a beautiful practice yes that's right yes. yeah it really it really helped me too yeah and you've also over these years really connected with the moon and I want to spend a few minutes speaking to you about that I remember a time back in the day when I first started exploring all of this for myself. Connecting with the moon felt abstract and a bit out there and not very practical. 
I now know it is the complete opposite and is the most practical thing you can do to help you Mm. as a woman and a mother. But again, I know that there's many women out there who don't understand the true power of tuning into the cycles and the seasons of yourself and the moon. Talk to us about how that began a deep practice for you and why it is so important. Mm. Yeah, this is like really a major topic for us women as the moon really represents the feminine the feminine aspects in the world um as you can easily imagine the moon going through the four stages of um, new moon um, and all these um, phases of a lunar cycle and we as women have the same four seasons within us within our menstrual cycle and they are strongly connected and I usually talk about the inner moon which is connected to our menstrual cycle and the outer moon on the heaven that you can observe and that we are all um, often feeling when we can't sleep at night probably during a new moon uh, during a full moon Mm -hmm. and um, I really like these ideas of getting in touch with um, the womb area and feeling into the inner moon and becoming aware where you are at in your cycle and allowing these four different stages that are within our cycle and these four different energy levels that Um, are available to us within one month um, to really observe them and to dive into them and to even try try to enjoy them because there is so much wisdom for us women and there's so much power when we really sink into this energy level and into this flow of life that is given to us um, within a stage for example when we are in our inner winter the time we are bleeding usually our our physical level drops and we really have this possibility to to even connect more to our intuition and to the wisdom that wants to be birthed and to let go of the month that we've been through and to open the door for the next cycle and after that time of um, letting go and clearing up everything that wanted to be cleared and falling into this deep inner state, um, the physical level starts to raise again. And it's also a process that's, um, that's really on, on a chemistry in our body. You can really see these shifts if you observe even the chemistry and the home, hormones that that start to change, that we get more power back. And then we can, on the on the next stage of our cycle, I call it the um, springtime of our cycle, we then feel even like it's spring. It's like we have this possibility to, 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 to um, fulfill our tasks and we are really clear in our head and we can really dive into the doing part because this is the time within our cycle that we almost have a masculine energy also available for us as women and if we really connect to these different stages the springtime is followed 
um, by the summer, which is our ovulation phase. And um, we, we really can go outside and um, enjoy community life. And we are really communicative and love to connect with other people. And then um, followed by the, uh, by the stage of the autumn. Now, if we really dive into these four stages and allow ourselves to sink into these possibilities that they offer, it really helps to, to manage life even easier and become more connected to ourselves and to what we want to birth as women as well. And is this what you mean by leadership from within in motherhood, where we we become so aware of ourselves, of how we change and, and transform each month, one eye always on the inner world as well as the outer, and that is what leadership looks like? Exactly, yeah. It's, um, I think it's being connected to the body in this extent, in, to this extent that I just described, and as well as to be connected to our to spirit to really take care of ourselves to align with spirit every day which is like the the po the other pole if you want to describe it like that like heaven's pole and the body is for me more like the earth earthiness so there are two guidances within us um, that really give us answers within every day and if we connect to both these answers every day and um, are centered within us this deep this deep knowing and this connectedness and centeredness really ent enters into leadership and we just know what to do within each moment and we know how to handle a situation with calmness even if it's a total chaotic state in the on the outside so yeah I would call it leadership because that's actually the healthy masculine energy what I think most of us misunderstand when we talk about the very masculine world we live in it's not a balanced masculine world the masculine the healthy masculine energy is a leader it is yeah. the one that can stay calm and centered when there is chaos around and that is what we need in motherhood but the feminine is where it starts we need to know that inner world we need to know our cycles we need to know our inner boundaries our intuition we need to connect with that first and then the leadership can come exactly, and that's what yeah. and that's what I can hear you talking about which is so exciting is that not only are you saying Obviously, we need to connect to a more feminine energy within ourselves and within motherhood that allows us to slow down and tune in and see where, we're, where we are internally. But then that allows us to step into that really beautiful, healthy, masculine leadership role where we know what we need to do today. We're not busy for the sake of busyness. It is all very clear what we need to focus on. Yeah, that's so beautifully said. Exactly. The feminine really is like the ground to 
birth like to really give the masculine the space to enter our our life so kind of like the bowl the feminine is kind of the bowl where the masculine then can can fall into and we just know so we really have to take care first about our feminine energies and as motherhood is a lot about doing anyways it's like um, so important to really focus on nurturing our feminine side doing nothing um, focusing on beauty focusing on self-care emptying ourselves as often as possible um, and taking care about our feelings just allowing them to 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 come up and um, to be seen and to be felt in the moment they are there um, as guidance for us what we truly want in life because our feelings truly are a sign of our dreams our longings that we still want to give to the world so this is all like the groundwork the feminine aspects um, of everyday life that give kind of a direction as well and then in every moment we are just open to receive the spirit the guidance the masculine and we just know what to do and we have we we then um, also step into this power of doing from a very centered and held and filled place so it's really it's really also coming from not from a lack but from abundance then that's of. it yeah yeah you would know because you did one of my programs a long time ago reconnect didn't you and yeah. you would know that in that program I often would talk about grace it's and for those who have read my book uh, you'll know that it's one of the key principles that I think we need to examine as we really move through matrescence and, and become a leader in within ourselves and within motherhood and womanhood and grace has often been the one where I where I teach and share that people have the most questions mamas wonder what does it mean to embody grace uh, it's a word that has many different meanings and and feelings for people but when I hear you talk about this feminine and then masculine leadership this real I on the inside first that to me is what grace is that to me is the spectacular leadership of a woman who knows who she is and I think it's really important as you said that this has to be an embodiment practice it is quite simply getting out of your head and into your body as often as you can every single day isn't it totally and i really want to also focus um, put the light on our heart once more because the heart kind of connects our head and our womb area so it really connects the masculine the head and the feminine um, essence in our body which relies more in our womb space and it fe almost feels like the bridge between the two and if we kind of struggle with one or the other it really truly helps to just do nothing else than just focusing with all our intention for five minutes only it, it's, it's already enough to focus on our heart because then really our heart chakra starts to open and our uh, and we connect also to this to this part that is related to grace because for me grace is also truly a uh, 
um, an essence of 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 love of the heart. So mm. I feel like the heart is the bridge for both the feminine and the masculine to merge. That's such a beautiful practice for mamas to start with if they're listening to this and really wanting to start looking within and connecting to really see that heart as a bridge between the mind and the womb. What a beautiful yep. idea. Thank you. Um, so you now have a five-year-old daughter. You now are really living this way of being now. What does leadership in your life look and feel like now? How do you embody this yourself? What is leadership in motherhood? Mm -hmm. um, for me these days, it's truly about, I really feel like I've been becoming a mom and I've managed the first stage of motherhood and now it truly feels my new identity is calling. Mm. Um, it truly feels like this chaotic stage where everything is kind of broken up within ourselves and we first lose our identity. It kind of sink sank into myself and I feel like I have now the floor to truly feel into what I want to give to the world and it free, feels like there's more freedom now and there's more space for me to be a woman now and not only a mom and this of course raises some questions about how do I see myself in the world what gifts do I want to share with the world and what do I have to offer besides motherhood so I truly feel like now there's the time to really to really put out into the world what I realized and what I, I gained for myself within the last five years mm. and I really feel becoming like um, diving into these stages from maiden to mother and um this is really like a huge shift of identity and we are never the same again. Everyone is usually talking about that babies change, but we as women change so much. We, we connect to different qualities within us. We, um, we are so different that it first is a bit overwhelming, of course, and we first have to, to really understand what truly happens to us and then I think there's the time where we can really make these gifts available for a service and to, to, to give them to the world. Yes but it's so interesting where you are with your daughter's age because as you know I've been connecting with mamas on this journey for so many years and so many thousands of women and there is a process there is a timing of this, I think. I think it is about the first seven years of your child's life. By the time they're sort of six and seven, is that real beginning of, wow, okay, I'm through that fire, those trench years of being really consumed with the physical demands of motherhood. And it is now your chance to, as you see, as you said, who am I outside of being a mother now? So it's really interesting to me to hear the timings of your journey because I do think that our real sense of looking up and out at the world begins around that five, six, seven-year mark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can truly feel it too coming. Exactly, because before that, I really felt like I, my main duty is being a mom and valuing the 
really valuing the really valuing motherhood actually because i think this is one thing i want to 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 turn the focus on too because motherhood always feels like a side gig somehow for mm -hmm. many people and i truly feel that we have a huge huge responsibility bringing um, a being into the world and connecting to that new being and observing what this new being really needs and wants. And, and this is such a huge task um, that takes time, that takes patience, that takes uh, devotion every day. And I really committed to that one because it felt like my heart was just, was just saying it all day long to me to really, um, take this as your responsibility now and um, and take as much time as you need for it. So I truly feel that it's important to also devote the time, the first years where the brain is developed and where everything is kind of built within this new being. Um, and then, yeah, exactly then now it, it starts to shift. It starts to really... Um, be more be more open for myself to to um, dive into this new stage and this is when we step back out and share what we have learned this is how we embody leadership it is going through this inner journey of undoing who you thought you needed to be grieving who you were discovering who you really are connecting with that feminine new energy and then stepping forward and showing the world, this is who I am. This is how motherhood has changed me and this is how I'm bringing it to the world. It's, it's beautiful and thank you so much. The way that you have described it was really beautiful to listen to and you've given us so many clear suggestions on what we can do on a day-to-day -day basis to really help us connect with that inner world and embody that feminine energy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. Connecting with our inner world. I love that. That's how we connect with leadership. That's how you, whatever stage you're at, whatever you're facing, wherever you are in beginning to really understand and redefine yourself in this time in your life begins. Get to know yourself. Begin to notice emotions and feelings spend time getting to know your inner world because a leader in a family in a community in a workplace or in a world knows thyself that's what leadership is and that's the gift of matrescence it gives us a chance to get to know ourselves differently I hope that this deeply connected with you today. If you would like to know more about Omara's work, her website is omaraeverets.com. The details are in the show notes. And as always, if you want to begin to explore your own inner world a little more, check out the resources on my website, Meditations and First Step Programs, you can explore to really begin to understand yourself. Until next week, Satnam.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 